You're listening to Mobility Matters, the official Cardis podcast that brings you the latest trends, insights, and best practices around the state of relocation today. We're here to help you make sense of the intricate world of global talent mobility. Let's get started. Welcome to Mobility Matters, the official Carter's podcast. I am Rachel Fu and I will be your host for today's episode. Now as borders open and travel resumes in most parts of the world, it has a significant impact on global supply chain and household goods shipment across the globe. In today's episode, we are turning the spotlight on Hong Kong, looking at a Chinese experience when relocating into and out of the city and how some of these challenges can be overcome. We are happy to have with us subject matter experts Sunny Ninawati, Carters' Global Director in Destination Services, and Rob Chipman, CEO of Asian Tigers Hong Kong, our household goods partner, to speak more on this. Sunny leads the Carters Destination Service delivery teams for the APEC region, including Hong Kong, and she has over 15 years of global mobility experience. Capable in managing cross-functional teams, Sunny excels in driving service excellence from the teams that she leads. Sunny is of Indonesian native and she started her career in China and relocated to Beijing in 2001. She is currently based in Shanghai. Rob has relocated twice to Hong Kong, most recently in 2001, to take up a position with Asian Tigers. Also, the chairman of the American Chamber of Commerce and president of the American Club, Rob graduated from Arizona State University and Thunderbird School of Global Management. He has two children, both born and educated in Hong Kong. So he and his wife has experienced firsthand many of the challenges that our listeners face today. Hello, Rob and Sunny. How are you today? Hi and good day, everyone. I'm thrilled to be here. My name is Sanili Nawati. Today, we will discuss the latest destination services situation in Hong Kong. And we have invited Rob, our household good partner and expert. Thanks for joining us, Rob, too. Hello. Hello, Rachel and Sani. It's good to be with you today. Um, I've headed up Asian Tigers in, in Hong Kong for more than uh, 20 years. And those years have seen many challenges, to say the least. There's been booms, busts, SARS, COVID good times mostly, and some challenging times too. And uh, during uh, my tenure in Hong Kong, I've served on uh, the board of the Asian Tigers Group and FIDI, which is an uh, international moving advocacy organization. So I've been fortunate enough to have some good exposure to other moving markets, both in Asia and globally, for that matter, in addition to Hong Kong. Wow, that is some solid on the ground experience there. And Hong Kong is indeed a prime location for expats like yourself. Well, in the first quarter of this year, we have heard so much on the news on residents wanting to get out of Hong Kong amidst the government's effort for a zero-COVID policy. This outflow of residents has put a strain on the airlines as flights are scarce, and the same can be said for the relocation industry as a whole. We even heard of a Chinese having to hire private jets just to fly their pets out for the move. Now that the city has relaxed its regulation, things are getting back to some form of normalcy. Can you tell us more on what's happening on the ground now, Sunny? 
Indeed, Hong Kong has been negatively impacted due to COVID and school were closed. Hong Kong approach has been very strict in terms of the measure taken, including banning the arrival of non-Hong Kong residents and imposing of mandatory quarantine in designated hotel up to three weeks previously for returning residents. One of the most impactful has been the closing of the schools. But since situation has improved, now the school have reopened after Easter holiday. Travel restrictions are also lifted and visitors are now allowed to travel to Hong Kong with three days quarantine in government-designated hotel and four days of medical surveillance, allowing trip to office and malls if they test negative during day four to seven. This is a big improvement from the previous rule of seven days mandatory hotel quarantine. What improvement and trend you observe for household goods, Rob? Well, I must say it's been, um, I've been continually surprised and pleasantly so about how well Hong Kong's business community has weathered this storm. Uh, and like most other commercial centers, we've become experts in COVID teams and other remote communication tools. And in addition, we've been working from home for more and for longer than we ever expected. So that, that's what I've seen on the sort of the business side of COVID. So what is the volume now uh, in and out for Hong Kong now, Rob? Well, the, the challenges of living under this very strict COVID rules have taken its toll on expatriate and their families, and no doubt about it. And uh, this has led to an unprecedented number of families leaving Hong Kong for their next assignment. At the same time, the number of inbound transferees has fallen dramatically. But interestingly, in 2022 versus 2021, the inbound family count has actually rebounded a bit. I think it's important uh, at this point to mention that Hong Kong is not only about COVID and strict limitations on travel, it's still a fantastically dynamic, thriving and exciting place to work and live. As I think many people realize this and are looking again uh, at Hong Kong as a favorable work and living environment. But to just summarize, I'd say the balance has tipped in favor of people leaving over people coming into Hong Kong. Yeah, I saw in the news... Um I saw in the news today, um, yeah, hopefully Hong Kong can find a balance between the dual objective, relaxing international border control that are key to its reputation as financial hub and creating the right condition to resume quarantine-free travel. Yeah. Well, the challenge of living under very strict COVID rules have taken its toll on uh, many expatriates and their families. There's no doubt about that. That's led to an unprecedented number of families leaving Hong Kong for their next assignment. So the business volumes have been uh, above historical norms for this time of the year. At the same time, the number of inbound transferees has fallen dramatically. So that's below what we'd normally expect this time of the year. Um, interestingly, in 22 versus 21, the inbound family count actually rebounded a bit. But like most other uh, places, uh, Hong Kong, the summer season uh, includes June, July, and August, and they are the most in-demand times for moving and relocation. And uh, we expect, well, we know actually that 2022 will take that demand to new extremes. So uh, in Asian Tigers, we've had people approach us for months now to secure slots for this summer. We've never really seen anything like it. So if anyone in your audience, anyone who's listening to this podcast is considering a move this summer, all I can say is do not wait longer to get started. Organize and, and get ready and get prepared now. 
part of the problem is that the moving and relocation businesses, it's just not scalable. We depend on individuals with specific knowledge, craftsmen, I'd say, on how to handle people's household goods and their, their valuables, their antiques, all that sort of thing. And you cannot suddenly expand it. I mean, we have a capacity and we're, we run near capacity. And if you try and put more volume through, there's really no way to handle it. And I, I, I speak not just for my company, but I think for the entire industry in Hong Kong. So it comes back to the what I said before, which is if you think you need to move, get started early. Get organized early and start making yourself ready to go as soon as possible. Yes, this is very good advice. And also, I think you mentioned about the inbound volume has increased tremendously. So what are some of the reasons for this? Like we initially, at the beginning of the year, there are people wanting to go out. But now you're saying that the inbound volume has increased as well. So what are some of the reasons for this? I would uh, I would think of it as a, a vacuum has been created because for the past six, eight months, the, the direction of most of the moves has been outside of Hong Kong. People have been reluctant to move in. So there's a vacuum and a need to fill spaces that have not been able to be filled. But now it's starting to get back uh, because the things have eased a little bit. I think worldwide, I know in Hong Kong, but I think worldwide as well, uh, you know, COVID is still there, but it's not what it was a year ago. So now people are willing to reconsider international relocations, certainly to Hong Kong. And so they're sort of rushing to fill the shortfall of inbound and, and talent that has been created over the past few months. Yeah, totally agree. Actually, Hong Kong um, is an easy place to live, just like Singapore, with English being widely spoken. So yeah, I believe the city is still very attractive and has a lot of value for people looking to go on an assignment. So with all these challenges and influx of volume, what can assignees look forward to and what kind of experience can be expected if they are moving in the upcoming month? Well, I would say that the, the, the experience of moving in and out of Hong Kong on the worldwide scale is very, very good. And by that, I mean the, the pool of local craftsmen that do the actual handling and heavy lifting. Are, they're, they're very hardworking individuals. They have a can-do attitude and they work very hard to please. They really do. And I, you know, I've been doing this for 22 years and I never ceases to amaze me how hard they work and under some very difficult conditions, a, a hot, rainy summer in the middle of a typhoon and they're still out there doing their work and not complaining. On the administrative side, um, you know, Hong Kong's been an, uh, an open city for decades. So people tend to be worldly. And then I'm talking about the local employees as opposed to provincial, so they can relate well to international executives and their families. So we, we get a lot of good feedback from clients who move in to Hong Kong and out uh, and in terms of their moving experience. You mentioned before uh, that Hong Kong and Singapore are, are very, in the global scale of things, very easy places. There's no import duties. Uh, you can bring as much furniture and goods as you want in. It clears and delivers very quickly, very efficiently. People speak English and many other languages. Uh, the government and things things like getting your electric hooked up and your telephones hooked up and you know, maybe buy a car and get a license, all that sort of thing that can really become a challenge in other markets are very easy to do here in Hong Kong. So what are some of the practical advice that you will give to an assignee? 
Okay, I've got a few things, um, and I, I have to repeat again, uh, uh, you know, plan early, and that's always good advice, of course, but we're in very unusual times, so this has to take on a whole new uh, level of concern, and, you know, I t talk to your CARDIS uh, representative or your CARDIS uh, counterpart and find out what they could, because they're very well uh, informed on what the delays and what the timing is in each market. I can speak for Hong Kong and know that we've spoken and I've told you for quite some time now um, that they were very busy. So anyway, but um, some of the particular challenges in Hong Kong, I've mentioned why it's a good place to live and I absolutely agree with that, but it does have challenges. Um, I would start out by saying that because housing is very expensive here, it tends to be smaller. And so uh, even single family houses, which are very rare, are, are expensive. And even they're relatively small, but square foot wise compared to other markets. So if you're coming to Hong Kong, think ahead carefully about will your apartment and your living space in Hong Kong be able to take all of the furniture that you want to bring? Because you don't want to bring more furniture than you can use. If you store it here in Hong Kong, it's expensive. Uh, and it just it's not that's not the right thing to do. Uh, you know, I think that most people who move here will have taken maybe a look see trip. So hopefully they, they have an idea. But if not, um, you know, again, I think your CARDIS representative can probably help you in terms of uh, you know what they can expect in terms of square footage wise and and how much furniture and how much maybe a container typically would work or maybe it's too big or too small. So I, I think CARDIS can help you a lot with that. And I can, too, if, if I can be of any help. I would also say that it's similar to that in that it's high rise living here. It's it's almost all high-rise living. And so things go up and down um, lifts, elevators, lifts. And those are not as big as they should be. I don't know why, but I, I look, I get in these, these tiny little lifts. And we, you put a big dining room table or a sofa or something, we've got to get it in these lifts and up. And a lot of, sometimes, not a lot of times, but it, it happens. Uh, it's too big to go in. And then, uh, you know, sometimes we, we can walk it upstairs. Uh, sometimes you can, but it's a problem. So again, you know, think in terms of the overall volume of furniture you're going to bring and think in terms of particular items you have that are big and bulky and cannot be disassembled somehow because those can cause problems. I think apart from that, I, I think you'd find it a, a very easy place to set up. Yep. Well, there are some really good advice there, especially about the leaf and the high-rise access that, you know, some of us may not be accustomed to from where we are coming from. So that's very good advice. So thanks, Rob. So um, besides household goods challenges, destination services has also been severely impacted due to the strict COVID-19 restrictions and the volatile border restrictions. So um, this question is to Sunny. What are the key learnings that you've had from the past six months and what have you done in response to this as a provider? There has been challenges, um, but we have continued to provide DSP services bearing the restriction. And we also have introduced innovation during this period, such as virtual tours and digital solutions to better serve our client needs. Um, some issues moving around Hong Kong, uh, including orientation, settling in phase. As far as home sets, again, it continues on. But yes, it is not as easy to move freely around Hong Kong as it is in uh, normal times before. 
Couple main challenges are flight availability. There are not many direct flights available to Hong Kong, since the airline still ramping up to speed and suggest to book your ticket early. The other challenge is the requirement to stay in quarantine hotel once arrived in Hong Kong. Although compared to the previous quarantine hotel, stay period has been shortened to three days, many still want to avoid this and they are comparing with other countries with less restriction or where country have resumed to pre-pandemic condition. As for digital solution, uh, we are launching a new Cartus Destination Services digital environment to assist our relocating employees keep track of all relocation milestones and to provide essential location information for easy access. The platform is easily accessed for any device, and with the pan-up demand and increased volume, this is a good self-serve solution to cope with the upcoming caseload. Okay, so Sanif, do you have any advice for our assignees who are planning to move into Hong Kong this period? Some best practices to share, um, due to flight cancellation or COVID test result, there's possibility for last-minute change of plan. Therefore, make sure to book flight ticket, quarantine hotels, and temporary accommodation with flexible cancellation policy with short notice. As Rob have mentioned just now as well, uh, need to plan ahead to start process early, including applying work permit, dependent visa as soon as possible. If you have children going to school, to shortlist school in advance remotely and submit application prior arrival as early as possible. For booking um, Hong Kong government-designated hotel in advance, since famous hotel is always full, so that also need to plan ahead. And be fully vaccinated before traveling to Hong Kong, uh, since you will need record of vaccination proof during boarding of the flights. The upside with the current Hong Kong situation, in general, the leasing market in Hong Kong is stagnant for the past two years since more supply than demand, and landlords are more flexible in terms of negotiating lease terms and clauses, so you may be able to get more favorable uh, rental lease during this period. This is good news for assignees then. Okay, so before we close, I have one last question for both of you. Is there any predictions for the future of household goods and destination services or anything that you wish to see for the next year or so for Hong Kong? I'll take a, I'll take a try at it. Uh, I, I believe that it, the market is continue to be very busy. Uh, demand will be robust for both outbounds and inbounds are going to start recovering. I do think that if you're coming into Hong Kong, I think you're coming in at a good time. I think apartments and leases and availability is going to be better than it normally is. It's usually very, very tight, and I think it's a little easier now, so you get better selection. And again, you know, the trend has been that things are easing up, and, and it's it's really getting back to normal. And in normal times, this is a great place to be. So I think that's what our people have to look forward to. How about Sunny? Yeah, I saw in the news. Um, I saw in the news today. Um, yeah, hopefully Hong Kong can find a balance between the dual objective, relaxing international border control that are key to its reputation as financial hub, and creating the right condition to resume quarantine-free travel. Yeah. 
Agree, agree. Yeah, totally agree. Well, um, thank you, Rob and Sunny, for sharing so much with us today. Uh, unfortunately, this is all the time we have today. So we hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Feel free to share it and let us know what you think. If you're interested in learning more about today's topic, have a question we didn't cover, email us at cuttersolutions at cutters.com or visit our extensive resource library at cutters.com. 